It's the Kim Munson Show, analyzing the most important stories. An early childhood taxing district, what on earth is that? The latest in politics and world affairs. I don't think that we should be passing legislation that is so complicated that people kind of throw up their hands and say, oh, I can't understand it. Today's current opinions and ideas. It is not fair that just because you're a big business that you get a break on this and the little guy doesn't. Is it freedom or is it force? Let's have a conversation. Indeed, let's have a conversation and welcome to the Kim Munson Show. Thank you so much for joining us. You're each treasured, you're valued, you have purpose. Today, strive for excellence, take care of your heart, your soul, your mind, and your body. My friends, we were made for this moment. And thank you to the team that I work with. That's producer Luke and producer Steve, Zach, Patty, Keith, Charlie, uh, Echo, all the people here at uh, Crawford Broadcasting. Happy Friday, producer Steve. Well, uh, not judging by the weather, but it is a happy Friday. It is a Friday, May 12th. Is it May 12th? It is. Or is it is it May 13th? No, that's tomorrow. Is that tomorrow? Yeah. It's payday. Okay. Okay. I am mixed up on my days. I had well, one now you've got me, me doing yeah. you know, hijinks. No, you're try, right. Trying to see the calendar <laughs> from here. The electronic yeah. calendar says May 12th. Okay, May twelfth. Well, good. I needed an extra day. I uh, got ahead of myself. It's been it's been a very busy week, producer Steve. Well, <laughs> and then uh, you know to make it even more interesting is you know the the weather for the last forty eight hours has been wow. Just you know, and I I worry. I my, my my paranoia is to walk into a room somewhere in the house and see a water spot on the ceiling. You know, when it rains like this. Uh, so far, so well, good. There, there, there is that. But what's even worse is to walk into a room and uh, have an inch of water on on your feet. Okay, that sounds like well, <laughs> that's yeah. I don't want to go there either. Yeah. So uh, we have a sump pump. We're we're down kind of at the bottom of a hill, so all the water comes right down to us. So we have a sump pump, and it was running all day yesterday, which was kind of annoying. And then I realized last night the girls were over that I hadn't heard it running for, and that was even more concerning. And uh, so it is, uh, it's been doing the job. But then my neighbor called and said, Hey, do you have a wet vac? And this was about 930. I said, No, we don't. She says, Well, the neighbors across the street, uh, have water in their basement. And I thought about it. There's going to be a lot of that after all these rain totals. I think you said in the pre-call that the airport says it's been about, Three inches, which is amazing. We need the, the moisture. Of course, one would hope that we would have new water storage areas that we could be storing this water in, uh, times of drought. And of course, the, uh, eco environmentalist activists have done everything they can to stop down any, to stop any new water storage here in Colorado, which then, uh, it, it, it allows the PBIs to opone, uh, opine about uh, their concerns about water to uh, control us more and more. Instead of solving the problems, they use these challenges then to to exert more power over the people. Yeah, the Fox 31 uh, says we're just coming up on officially three inches at the airport, which is where it's officially measured. Yes, <laughs> like I just ran into our lead engineer out here in the hallway. He says he's got between four and five, but officially it's what what is measured at DIA. 
that's a lot of that's a lot of water, and uh, we're not used to that. Hydroplaning is certainly an issue, but oh my gosh, it's going to be so beautiful for our grass. And I was talking to a farmer yesterday; just they're elated that uh, we're getting this this moisture because we have been in quite the drought, and uh, so it's it's blessed rain. And isn't it interesting how God is in charge? And I was thinking about it. The evil one, we're so concerned about all this evil stuff that's going on, and it is significant. But here the good Lord can come in and and um, nature, it, we can get this beautiful rain, something to be so grateful for. And every day we need to be grateful for uh, for what we have, our blessings. And then we have to be grateful for the fact that we are in this battle of ideas and that we can engage in this battle of ideas. I guess not grateful we're in the battle of ideas, but grateful that we can engage in this battle of ideas that is raging in our country right now, Steve. Well, grateful, I mean, that there's more than one one set of ideas. We certainly know what the ideas are coming out of our seat of government here that we you know live close to, and so grateful that there's a pushback set of ideas that say, no, that is not, <laughs> that is not a good idea. Yeah. And uh, there's some really, really terrible ones out there. We'll talk about them here in a little bit. First thing, I, I just want, uh, not, I'm not going to name any names, but somebody very, very dear to me. Um, his daughter passed on yesterday. And uh, I just would ask that you have, have uh, him and his family in your uh, thoughts and prayers um, to uh, have a child uh, pass on is just... It's just really, really difficult, and it just breaks my heart when this happens, Steve. Yeah, in my in my years here, it quickly became apparent, uh, apparent, that when uh, a parent, poor choice of words here, when a parent <coughs> outlives one of their children, that, that I don't know that there's much anything could it's, be much sadder than that. If it happened to me, I I just be de- devastated. Yeah, it it, uh, it certainly is. It it changes it changes things for sure, and uh, as Christians and uh, realizes that she is 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 with Jesus now, but that doesn't mean that you don't miss them so significantly on this side of heaven. And so uh, our thoughts and prayers are going out to him and his family. Uh, getting over here to our quote for the day, I went to George Washington. Uh, because uh, this weekend is Mother's Day, and I know Mother's Day can evoke all kinds of different emotions. I think we need to realize that our mothers do the best they can. They're not perfect, but they do the best they can. But George Washington said this about his mother. He said, my mother was the most beautiful woman I ever saw. All I am, I owe to my mother. I attribute all my success in life to the moral, intellectual, and physical education that I received from her. Wouldn't you love to know more stories about who she was exactly, Steve? I mean, that's a that's a pretty amazing compliment. It is, but I was thinking, <laughs> not the flip side, but in terms of the, the way life progresses, if you were to ask George when he was a teenage boy about his mother, if he would have been so forthcoming, because kids, especially teenage boys, are inherently stupid, and you know they don't perceive much of anything, so... You know, today you'll run into people who say, I can't believe how smart my, my parents were, my mother was. Uh, but you only 
you only pick up on that as you experience life and you realize how tough it is to be you know a, a parent and especially you know on the the feminine side being a, a mother who's in charge of so many different aspects of your you know your growing up <clears throat> well motherhood and fatherhood is difficult but yet it's the greatest challenge that there is and first and foremost I think one of the things that makes it difficult is when there's no foundational compass um, by the by the parent and because I, I remember when I was first a, a young mother it's like I really wish I had a book that would tell me exactly what I needed to do so that I could raise children that were well adjusted and had foundational principles and um, would go on to be productive citizens and uh, successful human beings. And I realized finally the, the only real book there is with foundational principles that, that I could really rely on was the Bible, Steve. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I can't count. Uh, well, I would choose not to counter any of it. That, that's the way it is. I think of, uh, in my family, my paternal <laughs> grandfather, he was a lout, a, you know, a money-grubbing lout. And when my cousins and I get together, we, we kind of sit down and, and kind of go through. Because he, he, he brought nine, he helped bring nine kids into the world. And we stepped through the nine kids and their families. A lot of upheaval because he was not an upright man. He was not a, a virtuous man. So, you know, I, man, we flip the story over to, you know, the male side of things here. But your point being made is that to impart this virtuous uh, living onto your kids, is, it, it is a challenge. But if they're successful, it has, you know, it goes on generation after generation. Well, yes. And 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 when I say the Bible, the Bible can has been used, though, really uh and manipulated for human purposes as well but those foundational principles of the 10 commandments and then to love your neighbor as you love yourself and i think a lot of people forget that love yourself and because i think people can get really rough and hard on ourselves uh and so loving ourselves loving our neighbors the golden rule uh, do unto others as you would have others do unto you. Those things right there are pretty great foundation, foundational principles. If I were a betting woman, I'm going to bet that George Washington's mother probably had uh, taught him those foundational principles. And, and you can see that throughout his writings and um you just can. So anyway, I wanted to give a, a shout out to all you mothers out there. I know that it's challenging. That's uh, why one of my concerns is, though, is with Polis and the radical activist left. And he's no libertarian. Oh, my gosh. Just take a look at that land use bill. We uh, had Randall O'Toole present last night for the girls regarding land use. And there's nothing libertarian at all about that uh, 213 Senate Bill 213 that was that th that's dead. It'll it will come back. Bear in mind they don't give up. They just uh, they'll rewrite it, rename it, and it will be back. But there's nothing libertarian whatsoever about it. And in fact, one of the sponsors we played that on Monday morning the sound clip, is she said that 213. And again, remember this is uh, uh, Jared Polis's. It was his marquee bill for this legisl legislative session. And she said, this is more than a land use bill. 
This is a water bill. This is a transportation bill. This is a social justice bill. And social justice, those words, uh, there's nothing social nor just about social justice because it is a based on a Marxist uh, Marxist ideology. And it's important then to connect that dot to from Jared Polis, Marquee Bill, social justice, Marxist. It's important to connect that dot, Steve. Well, they are masters of, you know, crafting words. And I was just listening this morning. President, you know, who was commenting on what happens if we default, you know, down the road that's coming uh, or that we'll be forced to make that decision here soon. And he always goes for the jugular. And he talks about all the people who would lose their jobs. And he talks about water projects that won't go. And that's water your children drink. So he always goes for that, you know, the heartstrings, the the things that really get you right right in the gut. And it's, it's like, wait a minute, you're you're clouding the issue here. Let's let's be more factual than that. Well, and, and just for him to make that comment, then when we know that the Fed is doing everything they can with raising interest rates uh, as much as they have so quickly because they want to get inflation under control – and they realize that inflation means the economy needs to cool. And if the economy cools, that means people will lose their jobs. This guy doesn't give a flying rip about people's jobs. But he is, uh, they're, they're, as you say, they're masters at uh, talking about things that people care about. But yet they use those things that people care about. And they're running roughshod all over that, Steve. And that's why it is so important to engage in this battle of ideas, to be able to talk with people in rational, reasonable voices about these important issues. And I have amazing sponsors. And I really uh, ask that another way that you can support the show is if you need the services or products of any of my sponsors to give them your business. And uh, one of those great sponsors is the Roger Mangan State Farm Insurance Team. And Roger has been in business for 47 years, helping people in our community, take caring, and taking care of his family, providing jobs. Uh, his office is run like a well-oiled machine. And they strive for excellence in their service and taking care of their State Farm clients. And uh, like a good neighbor, the Roger Mangan State Farm Insurance Team is there. Rosie's doing it. So is Yvonne. Same with Lori. Michelle's been at it since February of last year. Jody started the year before that. And guess what? They're all saving by doing so. What's that? Oh, the doing part? They're using the Drive Safe and Save app from State Farm. Then they're saving up to 30% and more on their auto insurance. How about you? Are you ready to get at it and save? Call Roger Mangan State Farm Insurance at 303-795-8855. Don't delay. Call Roger Mangan State Farm Insurance at 303-795-8855 today. Stay up to date on issues in public health and science by signing up and reading Dr. James Lyons-Weiler's latest articles at Popular Rationalism on Substack. Find more information about Popular Rationalism at KimMunson.com. No matter how you define it, inflation is out of control. Increasing prices at the gas pump and grocery stores are hurting everyday people. All these challenges we face are preventable. 
individuals must understand what is going on and who is responsible. That is why Kim Munson is bringing truth and clarity to the issues facing our families, our communities, our state, and our country. Now more than ever, it's important to support Kim's independent voice. She has the courage to research and inform you about the real issues. It's not easy, and Kim could use your help. Go to KimMunson.com to contribute. Again, help Kim by contributing at KimMunson.com. That's M-O-N-S-O-N.com. It's Friday! Indeed. Welcome back to the Kim Munson Show. Check out our website. That's KimMunson, M-O-N-S-O-N.com. Sign up for our weekly email newsletter there. You can email me at Kim at KimMunson.com as well. Thank you to all of you who support us. We are an independent voice. We search for truth and clarity by looking at these issues through the lens of freedom versus force, force versus freedom. If something's a good idea, you shouldn't have to force people to do it. The text line is 720-605-0647. Second hour is Open Line Friday. We'd love to hear from you. And uh, we'll also address many of the texts that have come in this week as well. Uh, Another sponsor of the show I wanted to mention is Hooters Restaurants. They have five locations. That's Loveland, Aurora, Lone Tree, Westminster, and Colorado Springs. Have specials uh, Monday through Friday through lunch, uh, for lunch and for happy hour. It's a great place to get together with friends, to watch sports. Uh, it's the basketball playoffs, the hockey playoffs, baseball season. Uh, a great place to to just maybe check out for just a little bit and enjoy friends and sports. And I remember, I hope that sp- I liked it when sports was not political, Steve. Oh, my gosh. When anything, you know, just going to the grocery store <laughs> wasn't political. Uh, I, I had a great conversation with a friend yesterday over breakfast, but uh, just, you know, woke wokeism and these corporations that are choosing and, and entities like the NFL or the NBA or maybe even you know Major League Baseball is into it too. I don't see that much of it, but what what is this that there there's this need to not only push uh, goods or services, but also you know push some ide- you know ideology onto people who you know, it has nothing to do with the goods and services of you know what the corporation is about. Well, that is an excellent segue, and you didn't know that you were going to be doing this. No. But uh, I'm reading this from PJ Media. I've seen this in several different um, news reports over the last couple of days. Uh, But this is uh, Woke Alerts from Consumers Research notifies users about corporate wokeness. And they warned about a new LGBTQ pride clothing collection from Target. This follows longstanding efforts by Target to indoctrinate kids via books titled, Are You a Boy or Are You a Girl? The hips on the drag queen go swish, swish, swish. I'm not a girl and more, the woke alert noted. Now Target is expanding its LGBTQ propaganda products to indoctrinate children even when they are still babies. Under its Take Pride section, uh, Target says being true to yourself and your community is something to celebrate all year long. Unless your community, of course, is Christian or conservative, one presumes. But it gets worse. Go to Pride Kids and Baby Clothing. These include Pride Baby, um, Proud Bodysuit, different colors, uh, or a different pattern, or same pattern for older kids. Pride Baby Be Kind Jumper Romper. Romper, excuse me. Pride Baby Always Proud Bibs. Pride Baby It Takes All Kinds of Baby uh, Bodysuit Blue 
or alternative, perhaps Target, Target could have body suits for babies saying, my parents are woke idiots. How's that? What do you think of that, Steve? <laughs> Where'd you find that again? PJ Media. Hmm. It's good. <laughs> yes. By, by the way, just to be uh, you know complete in what we talk about here, uh, the Nuggets did finish off Phoenix last night quite convincingly, and they're going to the next level. Aha. Well, congratulations to the Nuggets. Uh, yesterday when Brad Beck was in studio and I greeted him and he said, happy pre-invasion day. You know, we all kind of laughed a little bit, but it's no laughing matter. And what Biden is doing down at the the border with no border uh, is going to be very dangerous for our communities in one way. It's going to also be very dangerous from an economic standpoint, because how will these these people coming across the border? Most of them are uneducated. Um, or, or very lowly educated, we should say, don't have a lot of, 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 of skills. So coming in initially, for sure, they will need help. Who's going to pay for that? Children in schools, the strain that it puts on the services that Americans pay taxes for is significant. What is happening down at the border is absolutely irresponsible. And it it, it really will dis- destroy the fabric of our country. Uh, and the America- Americans have been very generous people with time, blood, and treasure to stand against tyranny. And when Americans are successful, then the world fares better. Uh, and this is akin to, on an airplane... When they say, if you need to use your oxygen mask, put yours on first. Take care of yourself first so you can help your children and those around you. And what is happening here is that Biden is taking off the oxygen mask for the American people. And it it will not bode well. And so I think that there is some, uh, a judge, I, I think, took some action to try to stop this. But we can't rely on the the judiciary. We need to be electing people that love Americans and love the American idea <clears throat> and will protect that and, and cannot be then as a as a lifeline, hoping that the judiciary will step in. And it is frustrating. The first two years when Trump was president, we had a Republican House and, and Senate. And I think many of the... Uh, Republican establishment operatives that have been in Washington for so long, they didn't take him seriously. And they did not do something about immigration at that time. So this has been a bipartisan, uh, it, it falls at the, at the feet of both Republicans and Democrats because Republicans, when they had the opportunity, they did not do something about it, Producer Steve. Well, we know, you know, we're eager to, to point out bipartisan bipartisan successes but you know how many people want to own up to a bipartisan failure well they don't but that is why we need to be electing statesmen and we'll probably address this in the second segment i really want to talk about property and property rights and taxation as well but a lot of people have gone through the public education system that uh, there was a report on that patty had on the, the outline that our our kids our eighth graders are at at or near all-time lows in knowing our history and know understanding civics 
my friends, we have to ask why on earth are we continuing to fund something that doesn't work? If we're not getting the results that we, we, uh, need for our children that they can read and write and, and do arithmetic and understand the foundational principles of our country and understand our history, both good and bad, and to be able to critically think, then I think we need, we need to ask for our money back and we need to stop funding that. Uh, so it doesn't take a rocket scientist to come up with that particular, um, deduction there on that put, the, the other go ahead oh put on your your imagination cap and say can you look down the road 20 uh, well maybe not so many that years 10 to 15 years and see another employment crisis coming not because you know not the one that is induced by uh, economic issues in terms of companies just not hiring because of economic reasons but because they can't get qualified people People with you know the most basic education who can do the most basic chores. Right. Can, can you see something like that coming? I can. It, it can. Although I, I think the positive thing is is that we are understanding that this these are real challenges and people are doing something about it. Steve, I think for quite some time we trusted that the public education that we were um, paying for for our children was that classical liberal education that um, many of us received in public schools. That is not the case. And so we need to have these conversations about it. <clears throat> and I did also want to mention one other thing, Steve, about mothers. And I, I got off track. I wanted to mention in Colorado, universal preschool. So Jared Polis they want to, it's, it's difficult. I mean, there's challenges being parents. That's for sure. And, uh, because of rules and regulations and a variety of things, uh, childcare is very expensive. So in Waltz's, uh, Jared Polis and says, Hey, we're going to have universal preschool, which is very expensive, but it's not because he cares about children and families. It's because they want to get their hands on these kids earlier and earlier to indoctrinate them and probably go over to Target and shop for their uh, their clothes and with the whole LGBT, LGBTQ pride thing. And it's not because they care about kids. It's because they want to get their hands on these little ones earlier and earlier to indoctrinate them. And I'm very concerned about that. Hey, do we have John uh, Lennon on yet? I know we're supposed to get connected with him. Is we're he working yet? on that. Hang on a second. Okay. <clears throat> And that sounds just great. And I will just go ahead and mention that another great sponsor, new sponsor of the show is John Lennon with John, uh, Johnny Stubbs, uh, heating and air conditioning services. And I'm just thrilled to have them as new sponsors. And for my first, the first 50, uh, Kim Munson show listeners that reach out and, uh, uh it could be for your air conditioning check or if you have, are having any challenges with anything. They have this really great uh, gift bag. They were out at my house this week. Uh, John Lennon, welcome to the show. Hello, Kim. How are you doing this morning? Well, I am doing well. And you and Robert were out this week to do the check on my air conditioner and uh, really impressed with the pro- professionalism. Uh, I was I was scrambling uh, and I drove up. You were already at my house. I was uh, like two minutes ahead of schedule. Pretty impressive, John. Well, thank you very much. So, yeah, we, uh, we do everything we can to make our appointments and stuff. And I don't know if you got the text messages and emails, but we definitely like to let our customers know, you know, what we're doing and that you're on our schedule, we're on our way. Um, so you should be getting, all the customers should be getting 
texts and emails that they have those capacities, and uh, it will show the technician that's showing up on the job and, uh, and what we're doing when we get there and stuff like that. So, um, you know, really strive for that level of professionalism with, uh, with my company. Well, and I really appreciate that. I remember, you know, there are vendors that many times say, well, <clears throat> we'll be out there between 8 and 12. And then at 11.59, I'm wondering, do they ever go to somebody's house at 8 o'clock? I, I, because it always seemed like it was at the very last minute in in that window. So I do appreciate those text messages and uh, very much so. And, you, John, you are truly an entrepreneur. You started your business in 2015, and it is a, a close-knit group, uh, very professional, and strive for excellence, and uh, very excited to be working with you. Well, we really appreciate the opportunity to uh, serve you and serve your customers and, you know, just keep growing, growing and, you know, to provide uh, better services to, to more people in the community. Right. And you specialize, <clears throat> excuse me, I've been, um, I've had uh, laryngitis this week, <clears throat> and you specialize in uh, heating and air conditioning. And uh, as we're getting into, well, right now it's very cool because of the rain, but it is so important to be ready to roll. Um, and I think the other thing is is, is to get this all this stuff done early because there have been these um, challenges on supply chain. So if it's at 95 degrees and your air conditioning goes out because you haven't had Johnny Step services out to check it and make sure everything's ready to go, uh, you put yourself in a position that you might have a few days of uh, being very hot in your house. And so that's why preparation is so important, John. Yeah, I agree. Um, there's uh, there's still some logistical challenges to some pieces of equipment and getting them in in a timely manner. But uh, most repairs we can get done and get the system back up and running depending on um, brand and stuff like that. So, But it's always it's always good to get me there before the heat hits and, and make sure it's up and running so you, you're not calling me on that 9,500-degree day, so which are uh, right around the corner. Yeah, that definitely is. So what is your website? What is the best way for people to reach you? Um, website's a great way, so that's johnnystubbservices.com. Um, or you can call us at our office. Um, I've got two full-time office staff that are always available to answer the phone, uh, 8 to 6, Monday through Friday. And that phone number is 720-369-7589. Um, and we also have text capabilities. So if the customer wants to call in and or uh, just send a text to that phone number, um, we can set up appointments that way also. So other question, say if it's not during office hours and something happens, what's the best way for people to reach you? Are you, are you 24-7 or um, how often or how fast do you get back to people? Um, usually we call them back just the next morning. So if you call, uh, you can leave a voicemail and or text message or email. Um, Aaron, my office manager, is uh, very prompt on getting back to those. Um, sometimes she answers them after six o'clock, but her her hours are from eight to six Monday through Friday. We don't run any after hours or emergency services because um, we all have families too. So unfortunately, that's not in our business model. But uh, you know, we we can usually get to you the next day um, and and get things uh, situated so that you're uh, back comfortable in your home. 
Okay. And again, that's Johnny. It's J-O-H-N-N-Y <clears throat> Stubbs, S-T-U-B-B-S services.com. Johnny, thank you so much. And we will talk to you next week. And again, for Kim Munson listeners, make your appointment. You'll get a really cool gift bag. And John, we'll talk to you next week. Thanks, Kim. And uh, all these great sponsors. Another great one is uh, Karen Levine with Remax Alliance. There are always opportunities in changing markets, and the metro real estate market is no exception. That is why you need to work with seasoned REMAX Alliance realtor Karen Levine when you buy your home, sell your home, consider the opportunities of a new build, or explore investment properties. Rising interest rates are spurring creativity, innovation, and opportunity in the real estate and mortgage markets. Kim Munson highly recommends award-winning REMAX realtor Karen Levine. Call Karen Levine today at 303-877-7516 for answers to all your real estate questions. That's 303-877-7516. Pain can be exhausting and frustrating, and Kim was recently experiencing hip pain from life's wear and tear. Dr. Craig Stimson with Advantage Wellness Center was able to help. For over 35 years, Dr. Craig Stimson has been helping individuals and their entire families with non-surgical and drugless treatments to address sports injuries, back and neck pain, headaches, joint pain, and auto accident injuries. Call Dr. Craig at 303-691-1771 today for your appointment. Dr. Craig Stimson, he can help you too. That number is 303-691-1771. You'd like to get in touch with one of the sponsors of The Kim Monson Show, but you can't remember their phone contact or website information. Find a full list of advertising partners on Kim's website, KimMunson.com. That's Kim, M-O-N-S-O-N, dot com. Indeed, it is Friday, and welcome back to the Kim Munson Show. Be sure and check out our website. That is Kim Munson, M-O-N-S-O-N dot com. Sign up for our weekly email newsletter, and you can email me at Kim at Kim dot com as well. Thank you to all of you who um, support us. We're an independent voice, and we search for truth and clarity by looking at these issues through the lens of freedom versus force, force versus freedom. If something's a good idea, you shouldn't have to force people to do it. And uh, wanted to mention <clears throat> the USMC Memorial Foundation. And tomorrow, it looks like they're going to sneak through with no rain. And uh, they're going to have a ride for the fallen. And you can join the U.S. Vets Riding Club for a beautiful convoy through the mountains. Could be car, truck, motorcycle. You can decorate your transportation. And then there will be a prize for the best decorated vehicle. And they'll return back to the USMC Memorial Foundation, or excuse me, USMC Memorial uh, for um, food trucks. You can grill your broader burger. And more information is go to USMCMemorialFoundation.org. I'm very uh, honored to have on the line with me uh, Colonel Bill Rutledge, retired United States Air Force, uh, 94 years old. Just he's traveled the world. He's interested in people. And he had mentioned to me several weeks ago to do something in honor of mothers for Mother's Day. And I thought, well, he would be the great guest to do that. So, Colonel Rutledge, welcome to the show. Well, good morning, Kim. Thank you. And um, where do you want to start regarding mothers? Because you had sent over this information about all mothers and and, uh, uh, adoptive mothers. And and so where would you like to start with this, Colonel Rutledge? Well, there are so many stories that we could talk about mothers. Uh, First of all, I want to congratulate you on your own motherhood and your children. And I have been blessed 
with my mother and my grandmother and my wife, all of whom have been mothers. And uh, one thing I thought was appropriate was to talk about the the importance of the health of the children and how this impacts on mothers and how it has improved tremendously. Because so much of what's negative right at the moment is at the border and other places. But I'd like to talk a little bit about um, the great progress that has been made since I was an infant and my mother was having to deal with uh, many, many health problems that are no longer even problems. So, such as what? Well, um, when I was born, uh, this was 1928, there were no things, there were no immunizations except for diphtheria and smallpox. And uh, diphtheria had only come in in the late 1920s. Um, so we're really, we're talking about dependence upon smallpox vaccinations. Um, and that was not done for infants. Uh, we have a generation, and maybe two generations of mothers, who have never had really sick children. And because of that, um, that created a lot of the fear uh, that has happened in the last three years. Um, I've written to people about this very subject and explained that the mothers had these fears that were being presented to them by Dr. Fauci, the CDC, NIH, World Health, that were baseless, um, and that there were far more contagious diseases in my era that were taking lives than anything that would endanger their children. And certainly the COVID was far, far less uh, dangerous for their livelihood than almost anything. Now, when I was, before I went to elementary school, I had five major um, contagious diseases. I had measles, I had whooping cough, which they refer to as pertussin. Um, I had chicken pox, I had scarlet fever, and I had double pneumonia. Scarlet fever was the biggest killer of preschool children in America in the 1920s and the 1930s. I had it for three weeks. I had a temperature peaking at 105. All of my skin peeled off. And uh, President uh, Eisenhower, their first child was a boy, and he was a preschooler in the late 1920s, and uh, he got scarlet fever, and he had the best treatment available. He was sick for a few weeks, and then he got better, and then he had a recurrence, and the doctors just told him, we don't have anything that will work on him. We don't know what to do, and their first child died, and it was a lasting uh, impact upon his whole family structure. But that was common all over America. I've talked to many people in my age area, let's say 70s and up, and I would talk about things that had happened in mine, and they'd say, yeah, we had that too, we did that too, we did that too. Um, and it was so common, and you could go to school in first few grades, and if one child would get something, well, the other would 
perhaps catch it. But it was more common, like I mentioned, preschool. So that within the last decade, the idea of having infant immunizations has expanded to the point where very many of these uh, contagious diseases are no longer um, really contagious because there are very few people that are carriers. Um, so much, much progress has been made. We didn't take shots at all until first grade. And uh, that was done by a public health team that would come from most of the counties around the country. And they would give you, you'd stand in line and you'd go down and get your smallpox shot and your diphtheria shot. And diphtheria shots were not uh, available all over the country at that time yet because they only came into being in the late 1920s where two, doc, two lady doctors in Michigan who finally developed them as a valid vaccination. And uh, so we would all stand in line and walk down the line and get them. And they had these needles. This was before you had throwaway needles. They were huge. And they were reused all the time. And many times they would do the same needle. And so you just go down, and the one child in front of you gets a needle and is crying and it's hurting, and you're the next. So this was this was a pattern all over America, but we had no protection for the vast majority. It just wasn't there. It so, had not been developed, and it took generations to develop. So <clears throat> childhood immunizations, I... I, I, I I've always, well, I used to think, how can I say this? Um, <clears throat> I vaccinated all my kids, but it was not this this extensive uh, amount of vaccinations that they have now. And uh, I, I've become more concerned about childhood vaccinations now than when my kids were little. I, I trusted it at that time. I don't trust childhood vaccinations so much anymore uh, because of what's happened with COVID and the fact that since 1985, that schedule has expanded so much that I, I'm concerned about that, Colonel Rutledge. Well, I certainly <laughs> share your concern. Um, however, we must recognize the improvements that have been made in certain areas. Now, we know, for example, that the dipped area was a huge improvement. We know that they have inoculations now for measles. Um, we know that there are several things that mothers do not have to contend with, nor children worry for the fear of their lives. Um, but what's happened is the credibility in the whole health field has gone downhill tremendously because the dictatorial prog- program of the last three years in using uh, vaccines, they call them vac- they're not vaccines, they're just inoculations, because they have not been proved, they haven't been tested. Uh, The ones that I mentioned that are no longer a big health problem, it took decades um, and many, many blind tests, and the tests were on humans, and they didn't come out until they had been validly proved. Now, the the polioism was the most public one in the 50s. In 1953 and 54, this was when the SOC came out with the shots, and they were validated by, again, using 
large groups. And the first time they were used effectively at school-aged children was in, the, in 1954 in public schools, and I think it was Illinois or Indiana, because I was living in that area at the time, and it got great notoriety. But within five years, Sabine came along, where you could just take a pallet and put it in your, in your mouth, on your tongue, and this was equally effective in polio. So polio was a huge threat. Not only was it a huge threat for killing children, but it was a huge threat for inabilities that they would have for the rest of their lives, especially paralysis. Um, <clears throat> it was referred to as infantile paralysis during President Roosevelt's re regime, and that's when we had the start of the March of Dimes to help research. And a lot of the money that was earned by uh, volunteer organization was used in the research at the University of Pittsburgh by Dr. Salk. So there have been many, many times when we gained, but this last three years, we haven't gained. We lost credibility because we had too many people who were lying to us. Big pharmacy, and especially Dr. Fauci, the dean of all uh, pharmacists. Okay, and the point on this is that uh children's health is so important to mothers you when you and I were doing talking on the pre-call on this that that if a child is is sick um, I mean it really becomes a whole focus of the family and so the fact that many of these childhood illnesses that your mother had to contend with and worry about is not something that mothers of today have to contend with but now I feel like we've got other challenges because uh, and you mentioned March of Dimes and I, when we come back I want to talk a little bit about that when it was not government that was funding all this research for pharma and the the fact that there's there's things that are good and then they get morphed into something that is bad and that's what we saw with uh, this whole thing with COVID and Fauci and all I'm talking with Colonel Bill Rutledge about um health of children and how important that is to mothers as we're looking at Mother's Day, which is right around the corner. That's this Sunday. And uh, we talk about these important things because of sponsors like like Roots Medical. And this is really important. And, and um, Roots Medical, all the folks over there are also very, inv very involved with Colorado Healthcare Providers for Freedom. Hey folks, Matthew Dark here with exciting news about COVID justice and how you can be involved in this critical moment in history. Colorado Healthcare Providers for Freedom in conjunction with COVIDPenalty.com is leading the way in protecting everyone's legal right to refuse an investigational new drug. There is no law that can force you to participate in medical research and we need your help in bringing these lawsuits to fruition. To donate and view impending lawsuits, visit ColoradoMedicalFreedom.com. That's ColoradoMedicalFreedom.com. Knowledge is power. A reverse mortgage can be an important financial tool for individuals 62 and older. It is essential to understand the process so that all your questions are answered. With nearly 20 years in the mortgage industry, Lauren Levy with Polygon Financial Group has the experience to answer your questions. Lauren understands that each financial transaction is personal. If you'd like to explore your options on a reverse mortgage, remodel your home, buy a rental property, or move. Call Lauren Levy at 303-880-8881. Kim Munson highly recommends Lauren Levy for all your mortgage needs. Call Lauren at 303-880-8881. 
You want to be proactive about protecting your home and family in light of high crime and uncertain times. You need to go to Franktown Firearms. As a family-owned and family-friendly gun store and range, Franktown Firearms invites you to train and learn together. They want you and your family to be safe and confident in using the firearms you purchase. And while most ranges will teach you to shoot down a straight line, Franktown offers a more tactical approach where you're walking, ducking, drawing in more realistic scenarios and always with safety as a top priority. Training your family to defend themselves is an important process. You need a patient and experienced trainer to work with. Franktown Firearms offers group classes, one-on-one training, and special shooting events like Tactical Fun Night to improve your skill and have fun while you're at it. Visit klzradio.com slash franktown and schedule your family's training today. Franktown Firearms, where friends are made. It is Friday. Welcome back to the Kim Munson Show. Check out our website. That's Kim Munson, M-O-N-S-O-N.com. Sign up for our weekly email newsletter, and you can email me at Kim at KimMunson.com as well. Thank you to all of you who support us. We're an independent voice. We search for truth and clarity by looking at these issues through the lens of freedom versus force, force versus freedom. If something's a good idea, you should not have to force people to do it. I uh, did want to mention the Center for American Values. I was down there on Wednesday, had the great honor to emcee uh, the event of the unveiling of the Portrait of Valor of Medal of Honor recipient David Bellavia. Uh, it is such an important place, special place, uh, because it is, it's there to, to teach these foundational principles of our, our country of honor and integrity and patriotism. And they have all kinds of different programs for educators and home educators and reach out to them to get more information about these programs. You can do that by going to AmericanValueCenter.org. That's AmericanValueCenter.org. Colonel Rutledge, as we're having this conversation, about mothers and how important it is uh, f- f- the, uh, for their child's health. I, I know that we're going to get a pushback regarding uh, inoculations now from, as, as you mentioned early on, they helped, they seem to save lives, but it's morphed into this extensive, just so many shots, and the kids have to have all these shots before they can go to school. And, you know, we, we hear reports of complications now from inoculations. How would you address that, Colonel Rutledge? Well, first of all, the principal concern is not with these uh, inoculations that have been developed over decades. It's with the COVID. We didn't have this problem. This discussion would not have happened five years ago. It all relates to the fake inoculations which we have had and the government control that has uh, intimidated so many people, and especially young mothers. And the thing that I mentioned a few moments ago was that when you have a mother who never, ever has had a really sick child, and suddenly um, they start talking about COVID and it is so dangerous, they they have this fear that this is life-threatening. Well, COVID is life-threatening the least for children. Um, they, their illness with COVID would be much milder, much milder than almost any of the contagions in my generation. Uh, those contagions, of course, created the natural immunity. This is another thing that the, the Fauci and the CDC and others have misrepresented is the fact 
that they completely ignored the fact of natural immunity, and they required many people in the healthcare field, in the military, and other disciplines to take shots, even though they'd had COVID. When anyone who had had common experience since in the healthcare field for generations realized natural immunity is stronger than man-made immunities. Um, and there has never been one time in the world history when there was a pandemic going on, such as we've had in the last three years, where they have come up with a successful immunization. They have inoculations, which means just stick something in your arm. But that doesn't mean that you are immune. You have to have tests on real human beings. And never once has there been a case where one of those immunities has been developed while a pandemic was ongoing. So like in 1918, 1919, um, the estimates are range from as many as 50 million people worldwide up to some people saying almost 100 million. They did not have anything then. Well, there was so much of that fear about COVID was going to be like that, but COVID wasn't like that. COVID was made to create a fear comparable to what experienced in 1918-19, but COVID was not the boogeyman that they portrayed it. The boogeyman really was the government and big pharma and creation of fear, and especially for young mothers. Um, and then for those who are in the healthcare field, I've talked to many doctors and uh, who have had every shot that they required because of the requirements established from Washington that were imposed upon the healthcare providers and their hospitals. When I asked them about it, they said it followed the money. Uh, I had COVID uh, in February 2000 years ago. So did my wife. Okay. Or not she 2000, two years ago, right? Two years ago. Right. February, two years ago. She did not survive. I was in the hospital for 16 days. When I was admitted to the hospital, I already had COVID for a week. I didn't know what it was, but I had it for a week. So I'm an active COVID patient, and I asked the doctor for medications to treat COVID, uh, specifically hydroxychloroquine, and then ivermectin came along shortly thereafter. That was denied me. It was denied because the pipeline was stopped by Dr. Fauci and his cohorts so that they would not reimburse the healthcare providers, the doctors, the nurses, if they used over-the-counter type products and did not use their shots. They would not reimburse for Medicare or Medicaid. And those were the biggest financial providers especially for the hospitals because of the people who are over the most prolific number of cases were for elderly people who were eligible for Medicaid or or Medicare. So it was, I asked specifically, and that's when I got the answer, follow the money. And also by waiving any kind of financial obligation on the part of the uh, various pr- uh, pharmaceutical companies so they could do things uh, without any worry. And they could they could 
they could cooperate with Dr. Fauci, with the CDCs and others, and they forced it. And then, of course, they have weakened the military tremendously because of uh, many who would just leave rather than taking an experimental shot or taking it in the very dangerous side effects. A number of the doctors who have taken four and five and six shots have had COVID one and two or three times each because I've talked to them. So it is not a preventer. Uh, if anything, it, it's created a weakening of the immune system. The next- right, right, and and, uh, and to that point, they've used fear uh, with these mothers. And and uh, Colonel Rutledge's point is is this is uh, we've had re- really relatively pretty healthy children. We're going to address some of these things here in the Open Line Friday, but Colonel Rutledge, I just want to say thank you, and I know that you have great appreciation and reverence for your mother, your grandmother, and your wife, and I thank you for sharing with us today. Well, thank you, Kim, for the opportunity. And uh, our quote for the end of the show, I went to Gilda Radner. I love this. She said, motherhood is the biggest gamble in the world. It is the glorious life force. It's huge and scary. It's an act of infinite optimism. So my friends today, be grateful, read great books, think thoughts, listen to beautiful music, communicate and listen well, live honestly and authentically, strive for high ideals, and like Superman, stand for truth, justice, and the American way. My friends, you are not alone. God bless you, and God bless America. It's the Kim Munson Show, analyzing the most important stories. An early childhood taxing district, what on earth is that? The latest in politics and world affairs. I don't think that we should be passing legislation that is so complicated that people kind of throw up their hands and say, oh, I can't understand it. Today's current opinions and ideas. It is not fair that just because you're a big business that you get a break on this and the little guy doesn't. Is it freedom or is it force? Let's have a conversation. Indeed. Let's have a conversation and welcome to our number two of the Kim Munson show. Thank you so much for joining us. You're each treasured. You're valued. You have purpose today. Strive for excellence. Take care of your heart, your soul, your mind, and your body. My friends, we were made for this moment. Thank you to the team that I work with. That's producer Steve, producer Luke, Zach, Patty, Keith, Charlie, Echo, all the people here at Crawford Broadcasting. Happy Friday, producer Steve. Uh, yeah, the, the special kind of Friday that has a uh, something to do with payday. Nice. Okay, good. Yeah, that's always nice, Friday and payday. And uh, beautiful rain. Uh, of course, with the beautiful rain, the fear mongers, first of all, you know what? I don't even watch mainstream media at all because it's just fear, 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 fear. Fear of drought, now it's fear of flooding. And then... Who knows? I mean, it's always fear. Uh, and, and flooding is actually a real thing with all this rain. It's, it's a life-giving rain, but we're not used to this much rain, Producer Steve. Well, we, <clears throat> we're told we live on the High Plains Desert, and we're just, I guess, officially crossing over the three inches of rain mark in the last 48 hours. And uh, when you think, well, three inches, but compare that to our annuals, I mean, you, you, that's a significant chunk of our annual precipitation. 
Right. And, but it is a life-giving rain. And, uh, I thank the good Lord for this. I, I've got a lot of, I'm thinking a lot about the conversation with, with Colonel Rutledge, 94 years old, and he said offline really what, you know, what was so important and that was just the, the value of motherhood as we are, are looking at Mother's Day this Sunday. And I know that, that mothers, we, there's lot, all kinds of emotion regarding mothers. Mothers, they're not perfect, but I think that they do the best they can. I know that there's some bad mothers out there, but by and large, uh, mothers love their children. They care and want to do the very best for their children. And he did say, <laughs> uh, after when we got off the line, he said, there's what, 8 billion people in the world and every one of them has a mother. And uh, there was no father that was a mother. And I thought that, uh, I'm paraphrasing, I thought that was an important point, Steve. He has the uh, he has the obvious sense of humor of a military man. That's all I can say. <laughs> well, you're a military guy as well. And uh, oh, speaking of that, America's Veteran Stories this Sunday is an interview with Lauren Anderson, who is a World War II veteran, Battle of the Bulge, and really an important interview and that reminds me of something else that I wanted to talk about here on Open Line Friday. I've got all these different things. The text line is 7206050647 and I went to George Washington for the quote of the day and I think I blew right through the uh, did I did I actually do the word of the day the last hour? I don't think that I did, Steve. You did um, not because I was thinking okay. and I hate, you know, I hesitate to ask, but I was like we're going to start this word of the day thing and I need to f- know or you know through our normal documentation process where to find it ah yes okay communication and setting people up for success is always a good thing so i will go to work on that because we have the quote of the day is in big uh, bright yellow but this is from george washington and that's on our outline so that everybody everybody can see it Uh, he said uh, my mother george washington my mother was the most beautiful woman i ever saw all I am, I owe to my mother. I attribute all my success in life to the moral, intellectual, and physical education I received from her. So when I talk about take care of your heart, your soul, your mind, and your body, don't you say moral, intellectual, and physical education? Those are kind of the same, right? Do I sound like a mom every every morning when I say to our listeners, take care of your heart, your soul, your mind, and your body? I do sound like a mom, don't I? Or a grandmother. <laughs> or both. <laughs> Uh, for sure. Okay. Now I've got to find where I put the word for today. And I thought it was very appropriate with what's happening down at the border. The word is myriad. And one, it's an indefinitely great number of persons or things. Two, an indefinitely great number. Or three, having innumerable phases, aspects, and variations. So there's a myriad of people that are poised to come into America today illegally across the southern border. Producer Steve, I'm using that in a sentence now. Well done. Uh, don't challenge me to do the same here right now because there's too many bells and whistles going off. Um, what was I going to say? Oh, kind of connected to that. I mentioned last hour that I had breakfast with a friend yesterday, and he said something like, well, I heard uh, you know, Mayor, what's his name? Uh, the Denver Hancock. Mayor. Hancock, yes, thank you. Oof, man, don't leave me now, brain. Mm-hmm. That he was making special preparations, you know, for the uh, expected in- 
influx of people coming across the border that will you know that will easily make it this far north and our good friend eric uh he he basically nailed that down a little bit he said um uh, Mayor Hancock opened up the web building for the illegal aliens being bussed in to Denver to house them today. And that's a fact. So if it comes from Eric and it's a fact, you can you can bank on it. He he has his ear to the ground on almost everything out there, Producer Steve. And, yes, I saw that text message come through as well. So um, just think about time, money, and energy uh, that will be involved in all of that. Uh, we do the show because of sponsors uh, that I really highly re- recommend each and every one of them. And one of those sponsors is Dr. Craig Stimson. And when we do the, the ad, we talk about wear and tear, and it happens. and It just happens, wear and tear. And I was having actually significant challenges with my hip, and Dr. Craig Stimson has really helped me. Uh, I've never gone to a chiropractor before and so pleased that he was recommended. He's been in the business for 37 years, and we have him on the line. Dr. Craig, welcome to the show. Good morning, Kim. Uh, first of all, I thank you again, and uh, I think... One of my friends said, Kim, do not wait. Do not let this get to be a real, real problem. And uh, that was one of the things we talked about last week. If people are having uh, joint pain, they need to get in and get something done about it sooner versus later. Well, that's a real key, yeah. If something doesn't go away within probably a week or so, it's probably going to need some assistance to help with that. You don't want to wait till it creates lots of inflammation, and some people let it go on for years, and that can cause degeneration. And so that is why making an appointment with you is uh, is so important on that. But I, I wanted to move over to a different subject that you work with people on, and that is nutrition. And I think coming through the last few years, I've realized that people, we each need to be really take ownership of our, our health. And uh, nutrition is, is one of those things that I think is super important. How do you help people with that, Dr. Craig? Well, nutrition, of course, is very important. It's one of the foundations of our health. And uh, we need to make sure that we're eating a, a wide variety of good foods, nutrition foods. You eat your green leafy veggies and some fruits. But I actually have a, a testing method that we can go through and test people for deficiencies because most people get in a rut of eating the same things, and so they may develop deficiencies. And, uh, and also, um, it's not just what you eat. It's more what you digest. So if people aren't digesting their foods, then they aren't getting the health benefits from them either. Okay. And how can people make an appointment with you to uh, do this assessment? Uh, best way would be call the office, and that number is 303-691-1771. Okay. And this is Dr. Craig Stimson. That's S-T-I-M-S-O-N. And you're located uh, right near I-25 in Colorado, so a great central location. And you've been helping people for 37 years, Dr. Craig. Yes, uh, we, we help full families or everybody from uh, babies to grandparents. I, and I love that. Last time I was in, you said that there was a little one that you had just um, had done a treatment on and uh, had really helped. I mean, a, a teeny tiny one. And I'm like, oh, I didn't realize that uh, you, you're basically the whole gamut, kiddos to grandparents. Well, everybody needs some help uh, at one time or another with their health, and we like to do it non-invasively, so this is a great place to start with a lot of health issues. 
and uh, most definitely. And again, to reach Dr. Craig Stimson, that number is 303-691-1771. And you can help with sports injuries and auto injuries, headaches, joint pain, uh, nutrition, all those things. Dr. Craig Stimson, it's uh, great to have you as a sponsor, and we will talk to you next week. Thank you, Kim. Bye. Have a great day. And another great sponsor is the Roger Mangan State Farm Insurance Team. And Roger understands that there are unknowns that can keep you up at night. And that's why the Roger Mangan Team can help with life insurance and health insurance needs to replace lost income. Call Roger Mangan at 303-795-8855 for a complimentary appointment. Like a good neighbor, the Roger Mangan State Farm Insurance Team is there. Rosie's doing it. So is Yvonne. Same with Lori. Michelle's been at it since February of last year. Jody started the year before that. And guess what? They're all saving by doing so. What's that? Oh, the doing part? They're using the Drive Safe and Save app from State Farm. Then they're saving up to 30% and more on their auto insurance. How about you? Are you ready to get at it and save? Call Roger Mangan State Farm Insurance at 303-795-8855. Don't delay. Call Roger Mangan State Farm Insurance at 303-795-8855 today. There are always opportunities in changing markets, and the metro real estate market is no exception. That is why you need to work with seasoned REMAX Alliance realtor Karen Levine when you buy your home, sell your home, consider the opportunities of a new build, or explore investment properties. Rising interest rates are spurring creativity, innovation, and opportunity in the real estate and mortgage markets. Kim Munson highly recommends award-winning REMAX realtor Karen Levine. Call Karen Levine today at 303-877-7516 for answers to all your real estate questions. That's 303-877-7516. Stay up to date on issues in public health and science by signing up and reading Dr. James Lyons Weiler's latest articles at Popular Rationalism on Substack. Find more information about Popular Rationalism at KimMunson.com. You'd like to get in touch with one of the sponsors of The Kim Munson Show, but you can't remember their phone contact or website information. Find a full list of advertising partners on Kim's website, KimMunson.com. That's Kim, M-O-N-S-O-N dot com. It's Friday! Indeed, it is Friday. And welcome back to the Kim Munson Show. Be sure and check out our website. That is Kim Munson, M-O-N-S-O-N dot com. Sign up for our weekly email newsletter. And you can email me at Kim at Kim Munson dot com as well. Thank you to all of you who support us. We're an independent voice. We search for truth and clarity by looking at these issues through the lens of freedom versus force, force versus freedom. If something's a good idea, you should not have to force people to do it. And uh, as we are looking at our business and political careers, it is important to have good headshots, uh, good photos of yourself that you can put out for your promotion. If you are uh, going to be a guest on a show, you need to send over your bio and a great, uh, a great photo. We use those in our newsletter on a consistent basis. And I really appreciate it when people have those professional photos that they can send over. And the place to, to make that happen is Jansen Photography. Uh, Glenn Jansen, Mary Jansen are the owners of Jansen Photography. Glenn is the uh, photographer and he can, I'm just really impressed. I can just say that, just very impressed. But they have a beautiful location uh, in Lakewood with all kinds of different backdrops, which is perfect for uh, family portraits, uh, portraits, uh, senior portraits or portraits of children and thinking about Mother's Day and children and, and just to 
just get those those portraits of kids because they grow so quickly. And Jansen Photography is the place to do that. And that is J-A-N-S-S-E-N photography.com. And again, for your political or your uh, business career, it's important to have a, a photo that, that will really... Uh, Show who you are to the people that you're reaching out to. So that's super important. Uh, it is Open Line Friday. The phone number is 303-477-5600. And the text message uh, line is 720-605-0647. So first and foremost, the fact that uh, the border, it looks like there will be a myriad of people crossing the border, producer Steve. Uh, get, this is from one of our listeners. It says, uh, first of all, it says thank you to you, Steve, to thank and thank the Air Force. So that goes to you, uh, and you're an Air Force veteran. Uh, this influx is more chaos, and it is an invasion. It's promoted by by people here in our country. It's it's being promoted by the White House, and the fact that now Joe Biden is opining about. Uh, the concern that we might default on our debt because we're not increasing the debt ceiling, he's not getting the agreement that he wants, is so irresponsible. All this is irresponsible for the American people, but I don't think that it is accidental, Producer Steve. Unfortunately, um, I, and I don't think it's incompetence. I think it is by design, so I'm I'm very concerned about that, Steve. Well, as you should be, because uh, part of our discussion yesterday here on the show and in my after show breakfast meeting was envision this. We've got this border crisis pending. Uh, We've got uh, a very serious economic or um, crisis looming. Can we envision these people sitting back there in the White House, not, not just the, the big guy himself, but his entire staff, hoping that some, one of these things is going to be the tipping point for us? Yes, they come out and they, they put on the sad face and they put on, you know, uh, you know, portend all this concern. But behind closed doors, are they really, you know, I hate to even think of it, are they actually excited that one of these things might push us over the edge? Boy, that's that's tough to say, isn't it? I mean, that those are those are big. That's a big thing. Um, but I I know we have to we have to wonder about well, that. Biden himself got caught. I think it was Wednesday night. Again, put on the somber face, looked down at the ground, and uh, he quietly said, "Well, the border's kind of been messed up now for the last couple of years." Now, I don't know if that made his. That was just one of his, you know, goof goofball errors in, in making statements he probably shouldn't make and his handlers were you know in the next room having cardiac arrest but it was such a incredible admission that well you know things haven't been going very well and i can't avoid having this being hung on me anymore it was almost that that kind of a statement yeah I, I know, and but it's all because of policy. We've got, again, you can call in 303-477-5600, and uh, the text message line is busy. It says here, um, one of the texts that came in, Steve made a mention to the immigrants coming here under uh, Mayor Hancock and Governor Polis. But it says that this is so hypocritical that they've taken God off their platform. Uh, and we saw that with um, um, Colonel Preco 
trying to just get this opportunity for Coloradans to be able to purchase an In God We Trust license plate, there were the there were Democrats that would not even like, say the word God. Now, fortunately, there were Democrats that came in with Republicans and got this passed. But I was a little shocked to see the to hear about the animosity towards God, and it was it's really actually it's heartbreaking. It says that that they take God off their platform. And they do nothing about facilities that have been broken in and destroyed um, that are trying to save babies. Uh, These uh, radical activist Democrats are completely against saving babies' lives and also then promote euthanasia. And these are all, so life are are values that Christ gave us and uh, says that uh, now they're hypocritically polis and... uh, um, um, not Hickelooper, Hancock, are now asking Christian churches to bring in food and shelter, transportation for these immigrants. Yet these radical activists do not care about God. And so it is, it's, it's very frustrating to then look at the goodwill of Christians to come in when bringing in these immigrants illegally is is going to actually hurt our communities and our countries. It, it's a really tough thing, Steve. Oh, that's an excellent point. Uh, think about it. You know, they, they, they turn to these Christian-based entities, whether they be churches or other ministries, and, uh, you know, it's free. If, if those organizations respond, they're going to be bringing things, and it's going to be free. Yet, and also, though, we are all being taxed uh, for this as well. Now, I, I need to mention these NGOs, and these are non-governmental organizations that have the Christian word in them, uh, such as Lutheran Family Services or Catholic Charities, and, and they do good work. That's the, that's the thing, and we'll talk about these vaccines also. There's things that can be good, and then they get morphed into things that you have to question. And I serve... I served on the the board of Lutheran Family Services for six years, and I initially joined because I I love we we had seen an unplanned pregnancy that resulted in adoption, and I love that. But then I started to realize when I looked at the money that the that we were getting significant grants from the government. I'm like, wait a minute. And I couldn't understand that. And then I realized it was for refugee resettlement, unaccompanied minors settlement, asylee resettlement. And then I said, well, are we assimilating? Are we explaining the American idea? And they said, oh, we can't do that. I said, how about the Christian idea? Oh, we can't do that because we are getting government money. And it was at that time I realized that that these good ideas, these charities, because government had gotten involved, had uh, had morphed into something that we didn't really realize. And it's important to understand exactly what's going on there. So these non-governmental organizations have, are being paid to take care of people that are coming here illegally, which is under which is undercutting the, uh, the America, the Colorado that we know and love. I'm sorry, who did you say was on the line, Steve? I missed the name. That's uh, James in Denver. James in Denver. What's on your radar? Hi. Uh, well... I just wanted to share a brief conversation I had with uh, with an immigrant in, when I was driving for Uber and Lyft a couple of years ago. Okay. Um, one, one evening, I picked up a gentleman and his and a pass and a friend of his, 
And uh, while we're heading down the road, out out of the blue, and by the way, they had been drinking. I could kind of smell the alcohol on them, which is, I'm glad I was driving them. But um, Mm -hmm. out of the blue, he mentioned that, you know, I've got family in almost every state of the Union here in America. And he was speaking with a pretty heavy south-of-the-border accent. And uh, I said, oh, well, that's great, you know. uh, um, uh, You must feel, you know, very much at home here in the United States. And uh, he said, yeah, we, you know, I, I've been here for about a, do- about a dozen years now. And he says, you know, we're, we're kind of taking over your nation by cockroaches. And I said, well, you know, I, I wanted to be polite. And I said, well, sir, I, I wouldn't exactly state it in those terms. And he said, no, really, we are. We, you know, we're, we're coming across the border every day and, and we're outbreeding your people. And, uh, and, and, and my family is expanding in, in every state, and that's just my family. Um, and uh, that just kind of left me kind of dumbfounded and, and silent for the rest of the ride. I wasn't sure what to say or how to respond to that. I don't know quite what to say either, James, on that. But this has been going on for a long time. Now, it is a crisis today. I mean, we're seeing it totally play out with, uh, you know, it's like Katie barred the door here. But this has been going on for years and years and years. And it's both sides of the aisle are responsible for not addressing this, James. Any other thoughts on that? I mean, this is, it's, it's your point, it's been going on for years and years and years. Any other thoughts, James? Actually, no, not this time. I just thought that was something interesting to share because, you know, m- many of them are, are speaking quite openly about it. Or I, I, I shouldn't say many of them. That that was my limited experience. But but it's possible that that is a conscious thought with many of them. Well, and yes, and to your point, uh, Americans, our birth rate is uh, going down significantly, but many immigrants that are coming in um, are, are having more children than the Americans that are here. I think that's an important point. James, thank you so much for your call. I appreciate it. And uh, the call-in line is 303-477-5600, 303-477-5600. We have Johnny on the line. Yeah. Uh, sometimes I get an opportunity to just to sit in on, on certain calls. And so um, I don't know if you know, I have a nonprofit, and sometimes I sit in on calls with, about nonprofits. And this lady was saying, she was talking about like, well, um, uh, women who are black who are preachers, there's money out there for you. But when you get the money, and this is what really struck me, when you get the money from the government, the only speculation is that you cannot say God. Right. But there's money out there for you. Right. Um, and it just struck me that, okay, first of all, you know, I know, you know, you know there's women and, and men, preachers and stuff like that, but she was just telling these ladies, hey, <laughs> get your money, but this is what you have to sacrifice in order to get that money. And we see so many churches that take the money with the food banks, um, food bank services and, and so forth like that, and they don't have a big congregation, so they say, well, we need to survive some way. We need to pay our pastors and pay our staff, but since we can't bring the gospel messages in, a, in a, an effective way to, to draw people, let's just take the government money, because that's easier to denounce God rather than preach the word. Right. And Johnny, to your point, some in some ways to denounce God is to not talk about him. 
as well. So Johnny in Denver, thank you so much. And again, call in line is 303-477-5600. Text line is 720-605-0647. And um, we get to do this because of great sponsors. And one of those great sponsors we had on in the first hour. And Steve said that actually Johnny was on the line with a, a client when he was trying to get on the line with us at 625 in the morning. Uh, but that is Johnny Stubbs Heating and uh, Air Conditioning Services. And again, for the first 50 uh, Kim Munson listeners that reach out and schedule that air conditioning check, you get this really cool bag. Again, that's Johnny Stubb Services. It's Colorado. We want warm homes in the winter and cool, comfortable homes in the summer. Johnny Stubb Services is the heating and air conditioning company to call to ensure that your heating and cooling systems run efficiently and last for years. Johnny Stubb Services team of experts provide proper guidance to help you make informed decisions about your heating and cooling needs. Kim Munson highly recommends Johnny Stubb Services. Schedule your air conditioning check before summer arrives at johnnystubbservices.com and receive a great gift. That's johnnystubbservices.com. No matter how you define it, inflation is out of control. Increasing prices at the gas pump and grocery stores are hurting everyday people. All these challenges we face are preventable. Individuals must understand what is going on and who is responsible. That is why Kim Munson is bringing truth and clarity to the issues facing our families, our communities, our state, and our country. Now more than ever, it's important to support Kim's independent voice. She has the courage to research and inform you about the real issues. It's not easy, and Kim could use your help. Go to KimMunson.com to contribute. Again, help Kim by contributing at KimMunson.com. That's M-O-N-S-O-N.com. You are tired of spending hundreds of dollars on skincare products with empty promises. Myra Mesco is the founder of Botanical Rush, a Colorado skincare company committed to providing clean, powerful, bioactive ingredients to restore and rejuvenate your skin to a radiant healthy glow again guaranteed myra has 20 plus years experience as a consumer advocate her products offer powerful formulates infused with clinically established ingredients that will produce results for you just as they have for myra and thousands of her customers Botanical Rush formulas are pure and potent and affordable. With regular use, these natural and chemical-free botanical formulas support collagen production, protect the skin's precious moisture barrier, and they will transform your skin from dull and lifeless to radiant and healthy. Call today and also save 25% with the Kim Munson discount code KIM25 at checkout on first-time orders. That's BotanicalRush.com, code KIM25. It is Friday. Welcome back to the Kim Munson Show. Be sure and check out our website. That is Kim Munson, M-O-N-S-O-N.com. Sign up for our weekly email newsletter, and you can email me at Kim at KimMunson.com as well. And the Center for American Values is a nonprofit that I am associated with, very excited about that. It's a non-political organization. It was founded in 2010 for charitable and educational purposes. And the center's founders, which are Drew Dix, Medal of Honor recipient, and Brad Padula, identified the need for a national initiative to recognize and preserve the values our great country was founded on. So with that, they have a number of educational programs uh, for educators, home educators, and uh, their lessons can include remembering 9-11, 
Cowboy Ethics and Code of the West, Medal of Honor History and Heroes, Everyday Heroes, uh, just a whole bunch of great programs. Get more information by going to AmericanValueCenter.org. That's AmericanValueCenter.org. Uh, Marianne in Wyoming is on the line. Marianne, what's on your radar? Good morning, Kim. I was a massage therapist during the 90s in Independence, Missouri. And I had a lot of different ages come in uh, to work on. But the youngest one I had, and this reflects back on your chiropractor, the youngest one I had was two weeks old. And it was so, uh, it was such a gift that this man and his family, who I had, you know, worked on them, brought their little baby because the baby was fussy and wouldn't sleep like it's supposed to and so on and so forth and acted like it was, you know, miserable. And they had had two previous children without any problems. So as I had this little guy, oh, I'll tell you what, what a blessing, on my table, and I would just kind of move over this one shoulder and upper back and so on, and the little one would move away from me. So I knew where the distress was. And I had wonderful chiropractor back there at that time. And so I told Bob, I said, if you would take him to this chiropractor, I'm sure you would have results. And they did. And immediately that was out because going through the birthing canal, they go through a lot of stuff as a little one. And it had, you know, taken that area up there and put it out of whack. Well, they took it to the chiropractor and immediately it was sleeping like a baby. (laughs) Well, that is quite a story because that is so challenging. Speaking of young parents, the lack of sleep. And I hadn't really thought about that, Marianne. So I appreciate that. When I was in last to see Dr. Stimson, he said that he had had a little two month old in. And I'm, I, I, I don't know why I'd always thought that, um, chiropractors, it would be older children and adults. And he said, yes, they were able to help them. So that, that's something to really consider. Thank you for that story, Marianne in Wyoming. I so appreciate that. You're very welcome and happy Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day as well. And um, I tell you, it is, a, it is a great blessing. And that's why it's so heartbreaking to have this indoctrination of our young girls and our, to, to not understand the blessing it is to be a mother. And um, there's this indoctrination that, that, said, that is said to our young girls, hey, if you are a mother, you will not get to have your career, do all the travel, do all the things that you want to do. And granted, yeah, there, there are changes that are, are made in, in mother's lives, but it is truly, truly a blessing. And to have a have a movement out there that does not honor motherhood and encourages uh, abortion. It's, it's really heartbreaking on that. I I need to address, I I knew that as uh, I was talking with Colonel Rutledge about uh, vaccinations, inoculations, that that was going to create a lot of comments, which it has because, and, and that's what we see is, we see things that could be good that then are manipulated to become something that is not good. And I think on the whole inoculation thing is we really want, first of all, informed consent. 
parents, when they're looking at inoculating their children, instead of force this whole childhood vac- vaccination um, menu that is out there, parents need to have all of the information. They need to uh, they need to have the background information, like Colonel Rutledge was giving us in these old time childhood diseases. But we need to have, we need to be informed. And it was really in the 80s, and again, under Republican administration, that the, um, what is it when they don't have to be responsible for the act? Now, it's not immunization, but the um, pharmaceutical companies would no longer have to be responsible if there were injuries from their vaccines. And then we were off to the races when big pharma and big business got in bed with each other on this and then started to not give information about what they were doing and what the inoculations were. That's where things really started to get I totally out of whack uh, from what I can tell. Let's see here. Uh, let's go to some other of, of our uh, our messages here. A lot of this is regarding the immigrants, but I wanted to talk a little bit about prayer because after our conversation yesterday and then uh, the interview that we have done with Lauren Anderson that we'll broadcast tomorrow, he talked about Patton's prayer and General Patton had had uh, at the Battle of the Bulge our guys, they, they needed supplies. It was cold. Um, they were in a very difficult situation. But air, the uh, airplanes couldn't fly to, to bring in and bring them supplies. And so Patton had a prayer written and sent it out to all 250,000 of our men and had them pray that prayer. And the skies, uh, the, the sun, the skies uh, opened up, the sun came out, and it was because of prayer. And then I went to George Washington had a prayer and he said this, I now make it my most in earnest prayer. This is George Washington, that God would have the United States in his holy protection, that he would incline the hearts of the citizens to cultivate a spirit of subordination and obedience to government to attain. And that's the government of the people, my friends, to entertain a brotherly affection and love for one another, for their fellow citizens of the United States at large and particularly for their brethren who have served in the field, and finally that he would most graciously be pleased to dispose us all to do justice, to love mercy, and to demean ourselves with that charity, humility, and pacific temper of mind, which were the characteristics of the divine author of our blessed religion, and without a humble imitation of whose example in these things we can never hope to be a happy nation. Steve, did you have you ever heard that prayer? No, that's the first. <clears throat> And uh, my point is, is I, th- I think that we need to write a prayer that we have America. I guess we, I mean, we have the Lord's Prayer, but I think that we need to, in the spirit of Washington and of Patton. And then I went to um, Benjamin Franklin, as we all know, and Scott Powell talked a little bit about this, that Ben Franklin, when we're, they were having such disagreements uh, regarding the Constitutional Convention, he said that... Uh, we shall be divided. This is Benjamin uh, Franklin. He said we should pray. He said we shall be divided by our little partial local interests. Our projects will be confounded and we ourselves will become a reproach and byword down to future ages. 
I therefore beg leave to move that henceforth prayers imploring the assistance of heaven and its blessing on our deliberations be held in this assembly every morning before we proceed to business and that one or more of the clergy of the city be requested to officiate in that service. And that was Benjamin Franklin calling for prayer over our country. And I thought, uh, I thought that's important. And then Patton's prayer, you need to listen to America's veteran stories this Sunday because, um, vet- World War II veteran Lauren Anderson shared that prayer. So, okay. So this is coming in on the idea of informed consent is no longer valid as the pharmaceutical companies are using fear to scare parents into thinking if they do not give their children 72 vaccines, their child is going to die. Uh, you made it to adulthood with four or five vaccines, yes. You're a healthy woman, ask me, yes. Our children's immune systems are weakened by all these vaccines. They don't have the ability to fight back because their systems are compromised. And this is criminal and compromising our children's health, which they might never able be able to get back. That's the big conversation out there. I know, my friends. I know that. Um, let's see. I wanted to continue this thought about prayer and would love to hear what you have to say about that. I also want to talk about um, property rights and taxation. So those are two things that I'm going to put out there. And again, uh, text message is 303, excuse me, 720-605-0647. Uh, and uh, call in line, it's uh, open line Friday is 303-477-5600. We do this show because we want you to get your brain around these issues so that you can talk with others uh, rationally and with reason about the things that we're facing. And we get to do this because of sponsors like Lauren Levy. Knowledge is power. A reverse mortgage can be an important financial tool for individuals 62 and older. It is essential to understand the process so that all your questions are answered. With nearly 20 years in the mortgage industry, Lauren Levy with Polygon Financial Group has the experience to answer your questions. Lauren understands that each financial transaction is personal. If you'd like to explore your options on a reverse mortgage, remodel your home, buy a rental property, or move, call Lauren Levy at 303-880-8881. Kim Munson highly recommends Lauren Levy for all your mortgage needs. Call Lauren at 303-880-8881. Hey folks, Matthew Dark here with exciting news about COVID justice and how you can be involved in this critical moment in history. Colorado Healthcare Providers for Freedom in conjunction with COVIDPenalty.com is leading the way in protecting everyone's legal right to refuse an investigational new drug. There is no law that can force you to participate in medical research, and we need your help in bringing these lawsuits to fruition. To donate and view impending lawsuits, visit ColoradoMedicalFreedom.com. That's ColoradoMedicalFreedom.com. These uncertain times make it imperative that you can protect yourself, your family, and your property. Franktown Firearms is the family-friendly place to go for firearms training when you are less than sure of what to buy or how to train. You can find a straight range to shoot at anywhere, but maybe you want a more realistic training experience involving walking, ducking, drawing, and shooting in more lifelike scenarios. Franktown Firearms instructors work with you to ensure that you are safe and protected so you'll handle anything that comes your way. Come join Franktown Firearms for Tactical Fun Night where you can shoot, learn and grow in a fun, safe environment and meet people who you can learn from. Going to the range is great, but coming to Franktown Firearms is the next level in your home defense training. 
To learn more, visit klzradio.com slash franktown and schedule your family's training today. Franktown Firearms, where friends are made. It is Friday. Welcome back to the Kim Munson Show. Be sure and check out our website. That is Kim Munson, M-O-N-S-O-N dot com. Sign up for our weekly email newsletter. And you can email me at Kim at Kim dot com as well. Thank you to all of you who support us. We are an independent voice. We search for truth and clarity by looking at these issues through the lens of freedom versus force, force versus freedom. If something's a good idea, you shouldn't have to force people to do it. And uh, tomorrow, it looks like at least the forecast is that it will be sunny. And that will be perfect because uh, there is the ride to remember the fall. And uh, you can get information about this at uh, USMCMemorialFoundation.org. And you can join the U.S. Vets Riding Club for a beautiful convoy through the mountains, car, truck, and at the um, memorial at Six and Colfax. For more information, again, USMCMemorialFoundation.org. Call in line is 303-477-5600. Text line is 720-605-0647. And we have Gammy on the line. Gammy, what's on your radar? There's so much on my radar. I'm amazed I can even breathe. Good morning. (laughs) Thank you for everything you do. And I'm ready for a little mini rant. I do those, you know, as habit. Old people, watch out. Get out the road. Here comes an old lady. I'm a great grandma. I'm a grandma and a parent, of course. I have the distinct honor of having been in writing. Uh, like Glenn Havener from Palmer Lake, been dispelled from District 49 School Board for simply saying and telling them about the social-emotional learning, grooming, critical race, uh, diversity, equity, inclusion, and all the other shaisakaka that they've been pushing down all the billions of dollars worth of curricula and I mean, this is a two-year battle. We go, we supported the one or two uh, board members who tried to show them these programs are gateways, back doors to allowing strangers to groom children, you know, counselors to convince them they don't know what gender they are. Just look in your pants. Hello. But anyway, I digress. And, you know, all the other confusion that they have provoked, and then these Kids get so confused. Well, we have one lawsuit against the Falcon School District. Then we started diving into, you know, we need parents to be educated, the PTAs. When the the state uh, teachers union promotes communism and social and medical intrusion into the lives of every single family without the parents' knowledge, this state is like a sanctuary where a young child can be given medication, uh, grooming them to the point where eventually they're going to cut off their body parts, mutilation. And, you know, we started diving into this because I started saying, are people this stupid? Are parents this asleep? Well, the more boosters you get, the less your brain works. We already know that, too. But here you go. Um, We woo number one. Billionaires for 20 years have been creating organizations, Cassell Company, um, and then all those Arcus Company out of Kalamazoo, that's the Stryker family. One of the four, the sister, Pat, is, of course, you know, here in what, Fort Collins as the gang of four, Tim Gill, the Gill Foundation, and then um, 
uh, Bridges is the other name, and then, of course, the governor, Polish. They're all World Economic Forum uh, participants and graduates. This stuff that they promoted is global. It literally has um, committees through the WHO, WHO, and the UN. How in the world did we not see this global attack on everything in, in, in Holland? They're doing babies, infants. They want them to have sex partners. And I thought, am I losing my mind? Am I just crazy? You know, am I just a grouchy old German grandma? Well, I'm that too. I mean, two years ago... A grandma like me, for the first time in her life, went to learn how to get it concealed, how to get training, how to do self-defense and bug out bags and, you know, rock in a sock. Uh, Jason Hansen, the spy guy, said, if you don't have weapons, put a rock in a sock. I mean, here we had Antifa attack Michelle Malkin, beat her up. They attacked Joe. They attacked Tig. They ran him over in a car from Benghazi, Tig. What the heck is going on when we let sick, Sick, criminal, and treasonous people like this run our states and our national government into the ground, and we're not running down to the border in mass to stop this. This is the insurrection. This is the true invasion of America. Even La Raza said they wanted us all dead. Even the the indie that that Beetle guy wow. said, "I'm I'm Antifa, and I wish you all dead." And they let him write articles and teach in our schools. We have gone bizarre bizarro world and if more parents grandparents don't not just stand up what is it that uh, truella the the lesser the doctrine of the lesser magistrate and joe said he said pray stand up speak up and act and save your nation now or you ain't gonna have anything locally get back in it take it over and be the grassroots not the establishment which is why they okay. don't like what we have to say Okay. Hey, Gammy, that is, uh, <laughs> that is, that is quite, that's a synopsis of, of stuff that's going on. I thank you. And yes, um, uh, thank you for the text messages on that as well. Uh, yeah, we're, we're in a spot. There is no doubt about it. I, I wanted to mention another text message that came in earlier this week. We had talked about, uh, under socialism. Uh, all of the people that had died, and that was under Stalin. It was, um, oh gosh, I, I want to say 60, 70 million Mao, I, millions and millions, Hitler, uh, and this is under socialism or communism. Uh, I think it's like 30 to 40 million. Pol Pot, I think it was 1.2 million, but there was only 5 million people in the country. Uh, and so it's governments that, that, um, that kill people. However, this is a very important point. And of course, uh, governments here, we, we are funding this in America. That's through Planned Parenthood. And that is, as I said, I did not mention the number of children that have been killed through abortion here in America. And that number is probably around 60 million, um, children. And I mean, when you really think about that, um, it takes your breath away. And we, we talk about Stalin and Mao and Hitler as monsters. But this abortion industry that is being paid for by tax dollars in America, um, God will not sp- smile on a country that kills its children. He just, I just don't believe that, they, that he will, Steve. Any, do you want to weigh in on that or not? Well, I'm just thinking uh, in terms of pushback, uh, we, we had, you know, the, 
Every day we come with our major hitters, things we want to talk about, and then I keep a little bit of a secondary list of things potentially to talk about. And we didn't we didn't hit this one. Um, I'm trying to think. Um, must have been Oklahoma. The governor at Oklahoma basically going in and making sure he scratched uh, the dollars that were supposed to be sent to the uh, PBS station in Oklahoma oh, City, yeah. I believe, right? because they were pushing the uh, transgender uh, agenda. And I, I wanted to make sure that, you know, that there are bright spots out there. And let, let's not, you know, let's not miss them, I guess, because sometimes we, we can get pretty down. I know I can. So to to see a governor take action like that and, you know, right away, different organizations in Oklahoma and maybe some other states were taking notice and saying, hey, you can't do that. Yeah. And good for him. And first of all, one has to question why government money would be used for media. The media is supposed to be uh, uh, independent. And so I've thought about this for a number of years. And here we are. We're an independent show on an independent station. I buy my airtime, um, but because of that, I can say and what I want to say, and I can choose the guests that I, I want to choose. I can bring the subjects forward that I think is important for you all to hear. And, um, gosh, when you start to have government that might have an agenda is also paying media, uh, you have to be really concerned about that. We have Ann in Denver on the line. She always keeps us really informed on things. Ann, what's on your radar? I just thank the first caller who you know went on about what's going on, and I urge everybody to go to and spend some time calling. Uh, uh, get to House.gov legislature, and it it lists by state or by the uh, alphabet. The um, uh, you know call call McCarthy, call Gates, call. Uh, Gibbs, call the the um, Republicans and say, we've got the power to stop this. We've got to have more forces to stop it, um, this invasion, because this is going to get worse and worse if we don't speak up. We have to stand up and call, okay, and write. And Anne, I have, it is it is important, and I, everybody needs to take just a few minutes every day to do something about what is happening here in our country. And it's it's unbelievable to me that we would have an open border. Of course, they're not checking vaccination status for any of these people that are coming across the border. Uh, yet back at the ranch, they were forcing Americans to take a jab that they did not really understand and had not I, just the whole force thing was a real problem. Um, but then also here in Colorado, uh, there were four bills for sure, four bills that were affronts upon our Second Amendment, which is the right for everyday law abiding citizens to keep and bear arms to protect themselves. So you have an open border. We don't know who's coming across. And they're putting them in our communities now. And, and there will be bad actors. There are people that are coming here to want, that want to work, that want to, want a better life, but there are those that want to hurt us. And so then the idea that back at the ranch here in, in Colorado, we've got uh, a legislature that wants to take away our right to protect ourselves. Boy, it sure doesn't add up very well, does it? And, uh, so we really need to be informed on these issues. It's so important. 
I wish all of you mothers out there a happy Mother's Day. And I congratulate you. Motherhood is not easy. It's it's very rewarding, but it's also very challenging, which is... Um, it's just what it is. We all do the very best that we can, but we need to be grounded in our foundational principles. We need to pray every day. And so our quote for the end of the show is from Gilda Radner. And uh, I thought this was just really appropriate. She said, motherhood is the biggest gamble in the world. It's the glorious life force. It's huge and it's scary. And it's an act of infinite optimism. And that's Gilda Radner. So my friends today, be grateful, read great books, think good thoughts, listen to beautiful music, communicate and listen well, if honestly and authentically, strive for high ideals, and like Superman, stand for truth, justice, and the American way. My friends, you are not alone. God bless you, and God bless America.